This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the one with the Q&A bit, the AEW question and answer show where you ask the AEW questions and Sarah and I try to answer them. That makes uh, sense. So, feel like I have to explain it just in case you've never listened to it before. But even if you've never listened to it before, I think you could see the title, though, and you could probably figure <laughs> out, you know what, they're going to try to answer questions. Yes. Uh, but for some reason, every time we start this show, I say the same thing, so I'm sticking do it mm-hmm. all right <laughs> but thank y'all for joining us for this one we're about to get into those questions and answers but before we do i want to remind everybody to check out all of our content our dynamite and rampage reviews q a's topic discussions interviews and reviews and previews of pay-per-views also please give us a follow on twitter you can follow the channel at beauty x the beard you can follow me at let the beer play and you can follow sarah at strange underscore pixie you can and you can also give us a follow on spotify google podcast apple podcast or wherever you podcast at and if you don't mind please give us a five-star review on itunes that would be very much appreciated please all right so sarah uh-huh are you ready to answer some questions or try to yeah let's go all right. I will start us off. Okay. And our first question is from Tony. Hello, Sorry. Tony. So. Do you think CM Punk versus MJF will happen at Revolution? Hmm. Revolution will be in February, correct? Normally is around then, yes. I think it happens before then. Just really? looking at the tr- well, the track record of how they're doing these feuds they typically don't start a feud right when you come out of the pay-per-view and then let that draw out for three months if it started right now it's probably gonna they're gonna face at least once before we get to that pay-per-view in my opinion Mm. so before then you have uh winners coming yep Uh, that's december 15th i think you also Mm. are right around there you also have the final Dynamite on TNT, which is in um, Daily's Place. Yeah. You have the debut of Dynamite on TBS, which is January 4th, I think. Mm-hmm. It's going off memory. And my memory is pretty terrible, to be honest. Uh, and then we have the Battle of the Belts, which is going to be the first TNT special. That's also going to be in January, a uh, couple weeks after the debut on TBS. We have so much work to do. Yeah, and you also have the New Year's uh, Bash, or New Year's Smash, Smasher Bash, Dash, Cash, Dax, FTR, Axe and Smash, Demolition. Anyways, <laughs> we have we have the New Year's Special also to think about. So there's a lot of big special Dynamites mm-hmm. and special you know, TNT specials uh, before we get to Revolution. So there's a lot of opportunities to have MJF, Darby. So I'm guessing, this is my opinion, that 
the first time we see them clash is going to be at one of those shows before we get to Revolution. Yeah. Just because it just started. Have we started this midways? Do we get to Revolution? No, I'd say Revolution, but it, it's already starting, so it's got to happen. Within, in my opinion, what do you think? I sort of agree. Um, I think the big blowout for it will be Revolution. Um, but as we've seen with Winter is Coming, stuff happens. Um, yeah. Not, what happened? What happened that the last Winter's Coming? Not talking about it. Um, so, yeah, so things okay. happen. <laughs> they do. Um, but yeah, technically the question is, do you think they will, they, it will happen in revolution? So it, there could be a match for, mm-hmm. with Punk and MJF at revolution. I guess in my mind, I'm just saying the first time they clash, I don't think it's going to be there, but it could be the second match. So you but, added your own question to the question. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. I, just, I can do that. It's our show. I can do that if I want to, right? Yeah. We do it okay. all the time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make up our own questions. All right. <laughs> Uh, my first one is from Adam, and his question is, who should be involved in AEW's first submission match? This is a good question, because we have some good submission style wrestlers. You you go ahead. Oh, I know we both are probably thinking the same person right off the bat Mm -hmm. as one of those people. Uh, so we'll be in agreement on one person, I know. Brian Danielson? Absolutely. Has you cannot have a submission no. match in AEW without Brian Danielson in it. No, no way. That wouldn't make any sense. Um, yeah. So we've got Brian Danielson. Then after that, you kind of start going you to that. You literally have a pick of anybody at that point. Yeah. But he's he's the top tier when you look at yeah. submission. In, in my opinion, everybody may look at it differently, but I think we both we do agree he's mm-hmm. tier one. You're coming down to tier two now because there's not a person on the same tier with him. I don't think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Like there's there... if you're saying like has got countless submissions, then he is tier one. Yes. But I think with effectiveness of submissions, there's some other people there. Um, Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. Okay, you forgot about Moxley. I got you. Well, I can't forget about Moxley. I remind um, about him all the time. But um, yes, I can't. submission. Yeah, because he he did early on in his beginning with AEW. Yeah, he really started adopting submissions as a big part of his offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. And he's finished numerous matches that way. Yeah. Specifically choking people out. Yes. yes. Basically. That's, he's one of my favorites. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Let's just choke <laughs> this dude out. Yeah. Um, which is so simple, but very effective. Very effective. I like that, though. I'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. And, and it, we're in agreement. I'm going to go with you, Brian Danielson, John Moxley. That's Yay! good. Hey, he's looking back. That's good. That's good, because I, th- I think you'd see... Danielson doing a ton of counters, and you would mm-hmm. on the opposite side, you would have Moxley just trying to ground and pound Danielson yeah. to set up um, yeah. the choke to set him up for that. Yeah. Um, so it would be different styles of trying to get to that finish. Moxley like, would just be like throwing him into the side of the barriers and stuff, mm-hmm. just to roll him back in to just put it in. So, yeah. Yeah. 
it'd be quite an interesting counter submission match if that makes sense because they are like completely mm-hmm. different styles but they also really work well on the mat so yeah I like it. Okay. All right. I'm going to go next with Kevin. Okay. He has a a couple of questions. I'll start with this one. When MJF wins a championship, how miserable is he going to make us all? I think I replied to this with a gift, just saying a lot. (laughs) That's my answer. Uh, (laughs) A lot. Yes. No, he's, Nailed he, it. He, he would legit be an amazing heel champion because you would just want to wrap the belt around his neck. Um, yeah. And you would never hear the end of it. Look, put it this way. How much does he bring up that blinking ring? Imagine mm-hmm. what he'd have with a freaking title on his waist. He would literally, yeah. I think he would have Sean Spears carry in on a velvet red pillow <laughs> or in like a glass case or something that'd be great just to have Spears and Wardlow carry it on like a like a chariot yeah and it's not MJF he's not on the chair it's just yeah. a belt I think he'd have security you know, around it and everything like an, he, and he, MJF he... just wears a replica of it and keeps the real thing in this case yeah because he doesn't want anybody touching it yeah I literally think he would be an amazing heel champion. Yes. And I think for it to work, he'd have to have it for a while. And I oh, think in absolutely. respect of... Because obviously we've had... Jericho was a heel champion. Mox was face. Kenny was heel. Um, Hangman is face. But I think MGF as a heel champion would be so much more different than what Omega and Jericho were that I think I think you'd remember his kind of before theirs because he's just Mm -hmm. not to diminish their reigns or anything but I just really think like when you think of MJF stuff you can recall stuff to do with him from the beginning of AEW because he's just so He's so prominent and he's so good at it that you can't shake him out of your head because you can't imagine him any other way. Yep. And and it's it it'll be so good because we've you know is I can you know I think a lot of people would compare him to uh, to Jericho a lot, especially when Jericho was a full fledged heel Mm. even before AEW. Just his heel ways he's always had because yeah. he's really good at flipping back and forth yeah but he's special as a heel he just mm. really jericho just really he's really good at it and but i remember back to the first time jericho won a title that was really cool then that jericho and that's kind of what we're going to get we're going to get the first edition mjf with a major title is what we're going to get when it happens so it's going to be really special, and he's going to be unbearable, absolutely. But it's going to be, I think it's going to be, where, where we're all miserable, uh, I think we're going to enjoy it as well because we recognize the talent that MJF is. Yeah. And as much as he gets under everybody's skin and makes tries to run down all your favorite baby faces, we love him for that. 
So mm. um, it's going to be an entertaining run when it happens, even though we're going to hate it. We're going to deep down, we're going to love it, though. Yeah, 100%. We, yeah. It, it will be something to... It, what I can imagine it being like is the whole Hangman elite storyline that is still going on. I have a funny feeling we'll be invested as MJF as champion as we are that. Yeah. Because there's so much that can happen with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, all right. So this is Kevin's second one. This mm-hmm. is very interesting. What if Cody isn't Caesar? What if Tony Khan is? Those weren't warnings. Those were seeds being planted. There was a behind-the-scenes story about a rift between Cody and the rest of the guys that started AEW. It was done as a backstage story, but what if it was kayfabe? What if Cody is Brutus? Oh, my God. This is, something that, around that this, is, this is something they'd actually pull as well. <laughs> this is something I think, that I really think they would do. This is very This is very deep. Yeah. And, yeah, it's one of those things, the first time you read it, you're like, nah. But the more you think about it, it's like, ah, wait a minute. No, this is really, really good. <laughs> this could work. Totally. So if people aren't familiar with who Brutus is. He's one of the most famous assassinators of Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, hmm. are we saying that Cody's going to overtake AEW? <laughs> That's what it sounds... So, it, it, it seems by this that Cody would somehow, yeah, take over AEW and be the new quote-unquote owner. The guy that runs the show, and I think that would give me a headache. You know, and I, of course, part of me, and especially for talking on screen, yeah. Now I've been running the ground with on-screen heel authority yeah. figures, yeah. To where, uh, so there's part of me that goes, ah, I don't want to see that on a weekly mm. basis. However, there's part of me thinking this is really brilliant. Because this is a a deep story mm. that, if done correctly, could be really interesting. Um, uh, to be honest I with think, you as well, I think Cody's character set up for that too, to where people would be ready to boo the daylights out of him because of they're already like, at that point. <laughs> yeah, I know they're they're <laughs> foaming at the mouth for even more of a reason. Mm. And if you really hit them with that, where they're like, "Oh, I knew it!" Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. But to be honest Just, with you, if you look at it as well from Cody's standpoint, he's sort of leaned into it anyway. Look at the time that Taz was running his mouth off um, Mm -hmm. back when there was no crowds. Cody came out with the headset on and started laying in to Taz. And then look at the time that um, Cody came out, took the headset from, I think it was JR or Tony Schiavone, and started talking, calling out Malachi Black. He's yeah. sort of leaned into that slightly already. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not as far fetched as what it may first seem. I, I still just because I like the idea, but just mm. because of uh, the, it's 
and I'm, I'm not going to quote anybody, but it seems like I heard at the beginning of AEW that they didn't want it on screen. Tony Collins uh, said that. Authority figure, yeah. I, and I knew, I'm trying to make sure I wasn't quoting him wrong or anything like that. I knew for sure Tony Khan didn't want to be on screen. Mm. I wasn't sure if they specifically said there never would be an on screen authority figure. Like, I knew Tony Khan wasn't going to be, but I wasn't sure mm. if they would be okay with having somebody else be that. So mm. I'd have to go back and read that specifically if, if it was never, ever, ever. Because if that wasn't said then yes this could definitely be a possibility Mm. Um, but just because i don't feel i I feel like that they've tried to stay away from that i would give this less of a possibility of happening uh, because that would really change things as far as how people look you know because i know we've we've all grown tired or not i can't say all i don't know everybody's thoughts i know you and i both yeah, pretty much they've grown tired of the on-screen authority figures in, mm-hmm. in WWE. So I'm not sure I would be. A huge when fan Shane of it. McMahon did it, I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, done with this. Um, so the other thing I, that I it's a cool say, idea though. It's a yeah, cool idea. the other thing that I think you could kind of do in the same vein as that, but not have anybody as an on-screen authority figure, is sort of what. Tony Collins already done. Do you remember when Kenny was going for the um, impact belt and they had that press conference? Mm-hmm. You could have something like that where it's kind of in the kayfabe world set up as a press conference between Tony Khan and Cody could be on his right hand and something else was going on, whatever, another match or something. And you could see kind of Cody pulling from Tony and kind of taking Tony's stuff away from, like, kind of oh. in how he's talking and type things. Um, yeah. Kind of overshadowing Tony what? Khan, and it kind of developed that way. And I like the worst. Mm-hmm. Where somebody's asking Tony a question yeah. directly and Cody kind of intercepts yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, and you could just, just a little Tony's just reaction to really? And like, yeah. you can have it where like Cody finishes the match, gets on the microphone, starts saying that. Um, next week we're having this, that, and the other, walks back, and Tony Khan's like, what the hell, dude? I, I'm not even sanctioned any of that yet. Mm-hmm. So it's not on screen, just... it's just. Cody kind of extra kind of like um pushing his like way in kind of taking like stuff away from Tony Khan if you will um that's another way you could do it without it kind of being authority figure on screen it could all happen kind of backstage and you'd see snippets here and there so you know it's going on it's just not shoved mm-hmm. in your face. Yeah. All right. I'm leaning more in that direction now. Put it that way. It's, it'll be interesting to, to keep an eye on. And if that's a good point. If you ever see any kind of rift between them in mm-hmm. a press conference after a show mm-hmm. or in some kind of extra media thing, yeah. then keep this whole conversation in mind. Because mm-hmm. that, that could be a thing if we start getting hints of that. Yeah. Awesome. Good question. 
All right. What you got next? Next is... So, Ted the Hillbilly okay. Heel says, after your interview with Hangman and the great job you did on Dynamite, especially Sarah and Cody's Corner. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. Yep. I turned on him. I turned on him. Um, TK <laughs> has hired you full time. So you help oh. him with booking. Who wins the TBS championship and who will be the champion's next four opponents? Agree on the champion and pick two contenders each. Agree Are we going to agree on the champion? That's going to be tough. All right. So I think the two people. And we have I'm to lean, the champion I, first. I'm, I, yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to think. The, the, the two people we would think of as possible winning this tournament. Mm. I would. Thunder Rosa would have to be one we would think of. And maybe Jade? Oh, no. Ruby Soho, too. Yeah, Ruby. Ruby's uh, worth it. Gosh. I know. I would go Thunder, but. Uh, so, how are we going to. I, 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 gonna... I just think Thunder Rosa <clears throat> is for Brit's belt. Okay. I. You know what? That's a good point. That is a good point. Um, I do, I do agree. I, I'm going to agree with you on this. That I do think Thunder Rosa makes more sense going after Brit. Mm. So let's agree, Ruby Soho. Yay! Ruby right. Soho. Yeah. I'll, Destination unknown. <laughs> Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Anyway. Um. All right. <clears throat> so next two contenders. You pick two. I pick two. Serena D. Mm-hmm. I'll go with her as my first contender. Okay. Not to say that would be the first one she would face, but the first one that comes to mind for me mm-hmm. would be Serena Deep. So, do you want to pick one now? Anna J. Anna J. That's nice. Um, and then I will go Jade Cargill. And I will go Layla Hirsch. So, is Layla with Team Taz by now? By the time this match happens, because that's what I want to see. Don't get Taz on up. Okay. Go Let it go, man. I want her in Team Taz so bad. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like that. So, all right. So we got lined up in no, in no specific order. Mm-hmm. Serena Deeb, mm-hmm. Anna J. Yep. Um, Jade Cargill and Layla Hirsch. Yep. That sound like some fun matches. Yep. Like that, and it's amazing we didn't have like a dog fight over the winner of this TBS tournament. I feel oh, like it's gonna be tough. The women are like so good that it would it's it should be difficult to choose, but because we're kind of we have the same thought process for this. Yeah, I think yeah. like in the men's side of things, we are literally at loggerheads like 90% of the time. But I True. think for the women's side of things, we're kind of along the same lines with the same people. We are, yeah. Because so. we both love Thunder Rosa, but it does make sense. Yeah. Um, with her, the history with Brit. She, yeah. Because if she gets the TBS title, she can't hold it for too long. If she's going to yeah. eventually take the you know, AEW title. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. That's much easier than I anticipated. Yeah. It's weird. That's a Korean. Mm. Giving me the heebie-jeebies. All right. Is this the last question? Uh, yeah. 
Our last question is from Slick. The question is, you each have an angel and a devil on your shoulders for guidance. I just have two and devils. They, I, I was about to say that. You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> but for, this, for the sake of this question, we have an angel and a devil on each shoulder. I literally was about to say that. <laughs> well, in Sarah's case, let's just show you. Um, uh, yeah, so we each have an angel and a devil for guidance, and they happen to be in the form of wrestlers. Yay! Who are they, and what might they be <laughs> saying right now? Can I just point out, the devil is technically a fallen angel. That's true. So That's true. That's true. <laughs> but by definition, that becomes the devil. <laughs> so, I know, but yeah. I'm just, That is you true. Know. That's true. I'm Catholic, so... Yeah, true story. <laughs> Not that I follow anything, but, you know. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say that it. Way. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but since you did, it's like, yeah, but... You... <laughs> I burst into flames these days when I step foot in a church. Um, uh, uh, all right. Anyway, yes. so, mm. so go on. Who is your angel and your devil? Angel and devil. Because um, I think both of mine could be classed as devils. <laughs> really an angel? Yes. All right. My uh, devil. Mm. Uh, I'll go two. What? It's tag teams, the Young Bucks. They're my devil. Because, uh. yeah, they just, but they make things look so cool and how they do things, though. To where you just like, because that's kind of how it is with the devil, right? It's going to make things like that looks like so much fun, what they're doing. But then you get in the middle of it and you realize this was a bad idea. And Nick really Jackson's bad idea. wearing NXT's <laughs> logo. Exactly. <laughs> like I go, I'm going to follow those guys. That looks like fun. Then all of a sudden I look and I have a pink Betty beard. Hill music's playing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm running from Christian with a chair. Like, this is terrible. Bad idea. Bad idea. I shouldn't have followed these guys. They got me into so much crap. So, yeah, I'm going to go the Bucks. But what are they saying to you right now? Take, take, take Sarah's mocked figures. Go. go fly over there and get those things right now. That's what they're saying right now. Come find me. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. I will I will go to get those things and find myself running and hearing Biddy Hill music <laughs> as you chase me with a barbed wire baseball bat. Yep. That that'll be what happens. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll go from that. Who would be uh, the devil on your shoulder? Oh, my devil. Mm-hmm. This, it feels like this should be the easy part, right? I know, but my my people are good guys anyway. But the thing is, though, yeah. is I don't class but, them as bad people. <laughs> but everything's really gray. I don't do gray. I do black and white thinking. <laughs> <laughs> There's no middle ground with me. It's either that or that. Okay. My devil. I'm running through the roster in my head. I figured you would go Cody or off the bat. <laughs> no, it's Slick's question. I feel like giving him a break. Okay. Um, Give Slick a break. Also, I've had enough of all the Cody banter. <laughs> I have not. I'm joking. It's fine. Yes, um, yes it's totally fine. 
It's totally fine. Sarah loves um, Cody. <laughs> you'll Continue. be my devil in a minute. Um, <laughs> what would I be telling you to do? <laughs> Sleep. Give me the box figures. Give me the box figures. Um, okay. My devil would be Sean Spears. Ooh. <laughs> what, what would Sean Spears be telling you to do? He would be telling me to pull up a chair, to sit down, and think of ways that I could turn on Cody. See, you tried to take it easy <laughs> on Slick with this one, and we just got right into it. Hey, hey, regardless. it's better than what I was originally going to say. <laughs> oh, no, please, say what you were originally going to say. Let's hear it. We want Everybody wants to hear so that. Sean Spears is still my devil, but he would be telling me to um, hit Cody with a steel chair again. <laughs> <laughs> just stepping right back into controversy Cody get your hands up this time though. get your <laughs> please, hands up this time please I don't want blood on my hands not again yeah, um, yeah so that's my devil okay All right. um, he's got his chair he's sitting yeah. on his chair on my shoulder he's comfy okay. <laughs> that's a great image <laughs> Uh, Me and my buddy Sean Spears. Buddy Sean <laughs> with his, Spears. With his beanie on and his suit was out of shirt. <laughs> and his little snack that he had. All right. My angel on the shoulder would be... Uh, it's weird picking a cult member <laughs> for an angel. But I'm going to go with uh, John Silver. Aww. John Silver. The most fun-loving, likable guy, probably, in AEW. Mm. Possibly in all of wrestling. Yeah. I mean, you just can't look at John Silver and not see happiness exuding. No. So, and I would pretty, the opposite of the Bucks, I would, you know, he, he may get you into some stuff. Yeah. Silver might. Because if you watch BTE, you know, he can get into some things. Mm-hmm. But I don't, there's not many situations that you would get into with Silver, even if it didn't end so well, that you still wouldn't have a good time. Exactly. Um, so I think, I think Silver would, would, would be more likely to lead you into a good place. Mm-hmm. It's so weird because he's the recruiter for a cult. But <laughs> that's where we're at. Hey, even so, people in cults could be okay. They could be. So how about you, your angel? Whoa. Um, <laughs> this this is the interesting one, guys. I've never had really one interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're on a podcast with me. Eh. <laughs> You're talking about <laughs> your halo slips when people aren't listening. <laughs> they don't hear everything that gets said. That <laughs> is not true. There's no proof so of that whatsoever. <laughs> and whatsoever. I still have the old recordings on here. <laughs> no, you don't. You may you may edit them, but they're still on here. <laughs> mm, so there's still evidence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> um, my angel would be Eddie Kingston. Oh. I know. My little buddy. That's good. Cause, um, I want him to be my friend. And yeah. I want him to give me a pep talk when I need it. <laughs> and he, if, if ever there's a motivator. Yeah. Is that AW, I, think, I think he's that guy. Yeah. 
I don't feel like getting out of bed today. And he just cuts a promo and you're like, let's go. Whatever it is, let's do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm going to do my taxes. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so ready to do my taxes. I'll wash up. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is great. He took me to catering. (laughs) Get all the potatoes you want. Yeah. All the potatoes. Uh, So. That, that he would have been a choice, uh, me thinking, uh, for you, would have been a choice. The other probably would have been Evil Uno. I think I could have, mm-hmm. I could have seen you go that direction, too. Yeah. Not surprised to hear Eddie Kingston. Um, Eddie Kingston's a good one for you. Yeah. And a good one for anybody. Exactly. Um, unless you're Daniel Garcia. Yeah, he's not going to have a good time. Right now. No. Nope. Good, good choices. Good question. Very good. Uh, that was a very good question, Slick. Enjoyed it. Um, and that was our last one. The end yeah. of the questions. Always sad getting to the end because these are always yeah. so much fun. So I'm like, oh, the last one. Could have done these for another three hours. Although it's just past your bedtime, ma'am. So it's about one a.m. <laughs> if I carry on. I know. You're like, what do you mean three more hours? <laughs> well, I'd be having fun. You'd be asleep, and I'd just be answering the questions it's by quarter myself. Quarter to eleven at night. <laughs> I'd, I'd still be answering questions. You on Sarah's end, you would just hear. <laughs> Hey, I talk in my sleep, so. Uh, I was about to say I heard. I haven't heard, but I've heard you tell me about it. Oh, God, my is so weird. Yes. Mm. Okay. Not and normal. It's, it's scary, folks. It's scary. <laughs> scary. All right. Um, yes, thank you all so much for the question. Yes, thank uh, you. Thanks, thanks for guiding us once again this week. And please, uh, if you don't mind, uh, give us a follow on Twitter. You can yes. follow the channel at Beauty X the Beard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Um, so thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. That's much easier than I anticipated. Weird. That's a Korean. Mm. Giving me the heebie-jeebies. It's because we're doing it on a Sunday. And it's late for you. You're It's very half mellow. past ten at night. I'm very tired. <laughs> so I can get you to agree to anything at this point. I'm not giving you the mocks figures. Man, I thought maybe. Maybe. Nope. Okay. <laughs>